Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Well, welcome back to The Refuge Podcast, and speaking of welcome back, we'd like to welcome back Caitlin to The Refuge Podcast because she was not on last week. I think it's one of the very few times that you were not on the podcast That's last true. week, Caitlin. Yeah. I went off the rails. Yeah, I mean, did. I talked about the office a lot. I just had a time with I myself. I'm here to rein you in again. Yeah, back. well, we had an all-time <laughs> low, an all-time low in, in listeners uh, for that <laughs> podcast, but... What was wrong with me when we recorded? I think I was just sick. Our, our whole family was We've sick. Had, I think our children were. Yeah, well, tis the season. This is the season. Uh, this will kind of help us get into the conversation. But this is just the season for a lot of things that happen. Mm-hmm. The weather's changing, which means a lot of people get sick. So it's very much a season of, like, sickness, and people are just sick a lot. Um, that is true for us, it, at least. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially if you have little kids, which uh, a lot of our listeners are college students and you don't have kids. So uh, let's just move on from that. But anyway, there's a lot of sickness in the air. And then it's also getting Christmas time. So the holidays. The holidays are here. They are among us. Our Christmas decorations are up and... Halfway. I mean, I feel like yeah. it's a little incomplete, but yes. Yeah, we still got a little bit of work to do, but I feel like every year more lights and stuff get put outside. But uh, anyway, our Christmas lights are up. Our Christmas tree and all that is is just just you know decorated and pretty. Uh, and then it's also the season where like the year is ending, which means the semester is coming to an end, which typically means final exams, yeah. papers, Deadlines, like big assignments are due, all that. Wrapping a nice, big, pretty bow on the year. That's right. The year's ending. But then also, too, like, this is for us, personally, the time of the year where it's like we just drain our bank account. <laughs> like, how does this always happen? The We have birthdays. So we have three girls, and our birth, the girls' birthdays are November, December, January. We did not plan that. No, and our anniversary is in November. So we have an anniversary and a birthday in November, and then birthday December, birthday in January. Oh, yeah, Halloween, Thanksgiving, traveling, family. You know, it's just, like, bound to happen with well, the, yeah. the lineup we have. Yeah, it's so so this time of year, needless to say, to bring it into the topic of today, is can be and is stressful. It's just stressful when you're trying the ca- you look at the calendar and it's like when are we going to do Christmas with this part of the family? We only have this day. Or okay, we're going to do it this day and then it comes that time and then somebody's sick and you can't do it. So now you're having to reschedule. Or there's just there's so many things that can get thrown into this time of year that are just stressful. Obviously, and I I do really think it's the most wonderful time of the year cuz I I love this time Singing of year. Kayla. Mainly because no, you don't want me to do that. I mean, we I, our family, we have so much to celebrate on top of the normal things like family gatherings and obviously Christmas and what that means like for our family, it's it's a season of just expectation and um remembering and, you know, celebrating. We do we're doing advent like an advent calendar with our girls this year, which is just so much, so much fun, fun and there's like traditions we do as a family or, you know, drinking hot chocolate, going to look at Christmas lights, like all of those mm. things are just like so much fun and just bring so much joy to our days. And I'm so glad because there's definitely a very real side of this time of year that causes us 
stress. And I know a lot of you listening can relate. And, you know, I think you just said this. I mean, you got, you're closing out the semester, you have college exams, you have, um, you're going back home, which is out of your routine, out of your, you know, typical rhythm. So well, sometimes going home may not be enjoyable for some people. I yeah. Mean, that's very is, it's stressful not, for some yeah. of you. Um, and then, you know, you buy Christmas presents for however many people and maybe you don't have a whole lot of money in your bank account. You can't afford that. Or even getting gas to go home is hard. Or maybe you're just, there's grief, you know, grief causes stress and, um, you might not have a family to go home to. I mean, there's a million different things, but it's very interesting how these two worlds can collide this time of year, the most wonderful time of year, but it also very well for many of us could be the most stressful time of year. Yeah. So, it's the reality that we live with in our lives, and especially the older you get. Um, you know, I, I thought that when I finished my schooling, and I went straight from college, got my undergrad, and went straight to seminary, which is, when I look back at just who I am, it's not like me. I was just not a very good student, and then all of a sudden I'm back in school, even after I graduated college. But uh, I didn't think I was ever going to get done writing papers. And when you go to seminary, your papers are like 40 and 60 and 80 pages long. It's ridiculous. And so I just didn't think I was ever going to get done. And I just remember, it's like, man, it's true. The older you get, there are always things that are going to be stressful, that are going to stress you out. Finances is a huge thing because now you're kind of on, the, on, your, on your own now with, with money and um, getting a career, a job. And, you know, I graduated in seminary and didn't have a job. And I was just, I was going to be a paint salesman. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was down to be a paint salesman, even though I hate painting. But um, there's just a lot of, of unknown and the unknown can bring stress. But then things that you put onto your plate, maybe you're one of those where you say yes to everything that can add stress. Uh, obviously we've mentioned money. Money is a huge factor in adding stress. There's a lot, there are so many things. Relationships can cause stress, tension in relationships. If you're non-confrontational like me, then that means any conference, any conflict or potential confrontation is going to bring stress. So there, there's all these things that, that are going to bring stress in your life. So we got to figure out not how to, uh, keep ourselves from getting stressed out. We have to figure out a way to, how to cope with it and deal with it because it's happening. It's going to come. Uh, in fact, there's some scripture that we could look at. There's several scripture that you could look at when it comes to the topic of stress or anxiety or worrying. Um, but specifically, Paul speaks to it, and then we see it in Romans as well, where basically the verses that that we could look at are saying, it's happening. It's coming. Stress is here. It's real in your life. Now, here's here's the perspective we should have when we feel stressed out. And really, it's it's the perspective that changes everything. When if your perspective is, oh no, I'm stressed out. I got to get rid of the stress. Then it's 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 always going to be an uphill battle because you can't you can't get rid of stress in your life. Like we have to stop saying that. It's just going to keep coming. You have to learn how to manage it and deal with it. And so. Um, I love the passage, and it's a very common one, but in James 1, it just says, Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. So whenever, not if you do, but when you do, uh, it's coming. But when you do, consider it joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And then you can let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So basically knowing the things that come your way that stress you out, that seem hard, that seem difficult, like count it joy because it's mm-hmm. going to make you stronger, which I think is a, a great thing, a great perspective for us to have when we feel super stressed out. And I love that verse too, because I guess when we read it in this light, 
perseverance just really sticks out to me. And I think because it says like, once we persevere, like we will become mature, like in the faith. And so I feel like perseverance is a character trait that I feel like a lot of us aren't like trying to obtain all the time. It's not when you always just like hear like, oh yeah, we want to be loving. We want to be kind. We want to be, you know, honest. We want like, we can think of all these traits, but usually we're not like, oh yeah, we want to be people that like persevere. Pray for me. I'm working on my perseverance. Right. And so, but this, this verse states that like having perseverance is a part of this journey of maturing in Christ. And so um, I think perseverance is a great way to describe um, how to walk through stressful situations. And what what is waiting for us on the other end is maturity in Christ, which is just growing us. It's this, we talk about this all the time, but just the refining and the sanctifying of making us more like Christ. So when we can learn how to walk through these stressful situations, um, we're becoming more like him. And I think uh, if you're anything like me, I can relate to the stress of uh, overcommitting myself. And so that that's a kind of stress that I would say I do to myself. And so there's definitely an awareness we all need to have of boundaries and what we can commit to in different seasons of life. And so learning what that is and being you know, mature enough to say, hey, I've overcommitted myself. I need to step away from this. Um, or um, – So I I would say that's just kind of some things we do to ourselves. But then I think there's this very, like you had mentioned, just real nature of just like stress in our lives. You know, maybe you are working or you have a full day of classes, then you go to work and then you come home and then you have to do homework and then you go to sleep and you repeat it every every day. Um, You can't really remove yourself from any of those scenarios, right? Like you're still going to feel stress. Like you have so many things that have to get done by a certain time. You have to have your job because you have to pay for your gas. You have to pay for your school, whatever it may be. And so I think sometimes we can look at that and want to look down on like kind of, I don't know, feel sorry for ourselves or whatever, like kind of think like, oh, woe is me. Like this is my life. I'm just so stressed out all the time when actuality, like it's a part, it's just a part of figuring out life. Like it's a very normal part of figuring out how to operate in this world. Um, and so there's a couple of things I think we could do, you know, to kind of learn how to walk in stressful situations in a way that allows us to manage it better than like freaking out when we're stressed out, which I, I mean, this is preaching to myself (laughs) because, um, even just this week, you know, there's just a million things on our list, like many people and I can feel very overwhelmed and I take that out on Adam. I can take that out. I can Mm. just like on my kids, like whatever it may be. Because when I feel like that, all of a sudden my identity becomes in those things and me getting those things accomplished. And if I don't get them accomplished or if I'm not doing a good job at them, all of a sudden I label myself as like a failure that all those things like super stress me out. And I think that when we get in these stressful situations, that's what we're doing. We're ultimately saying that like the things that I'm doing and accomplishing matter more than just like who I am. And so um, we have to realign our hearts to, you know, our identity of course in Christ, but like, um, just not operating out of, you know, the things that we do. Yeah. I think it's easy to, um, keep it in or like hold your stress level, keep it to yourself and not talk about it. Cause I mean, how many of you sat down over a cup of coffee with your friend? You were like, I just wanted to meet with you today to tell you how stressed I am. I'm just so stressed. Like we don't do that. We just kind of, we all accept it and think that it's just a real part of life. And so therefore let's just have it. And then we can all groan and complain about it. But I think if you have someone that you can at least just talk out, man, I feel really stressed and here's why. And at least just share some things. One, you're going to realize, okay, 
it's not that bad. Like there are some things that I can kind of cut back on or I can control right now in the moment. Um, or you say some things and you're like, man, I'm stressed out about this. Why did I even commit to that? Like I can, that can totally go. <laughs> like I can just not do that. Or I set that deadline myself. I can just hold off and just wait, give myself some more time. And so there are some, some easy, like little short ways that you can immediately reduce some of that stress. And I've, obviously we, we've been talking about how stress is going to happen, but you don't want your stress to get to where you feel overwhelmed. Cause when you feel overwhelmed, things begin to shut down or begin to suffer. Uh, and so when you get to that point, you really have to start evaluating and go, okay, why do I feel this way? Is there something that can go, uh, out of this, Is my schedule, am I saying yes to many, to, to too many things? Uh, no is a very freeing word. <laughs> and especially if it's very healthy in your life, to be able to say no, we've talked about that on the podcast before, how to say no, uh, to beautiful things. So for sure, start there. But I think one of the biggest things is perspective, like the perspective that you have on, the stress in your life or what is causing you stress in your life. Um, and looking at that, the, the best way to have a healthy perspective on your stress is practicing gratitude. Write down, I would say, write down in a journal, all the things that are stressing you out today or this week or this you know semester or whatever. If you're feeling it, just even if you're not feeling overwhelmed, if you're like, ah, it's just normal. I'm always like this. Okay. Well, that's fine. But don't, if that's the case, you're letting stress out like, determine who you are. Like your identity is not, I'm always stressed out. Okay. You're a child of the King. So let's write out all the ways that you're stressed out, that you feel stressed, and then go look at that list and go, now, how many of these things should I really be thankful for? My job's killing me. I'm, I'm having a, whatever. Okay. Well, you're making money. You should be thankful that you have a job because there are some people that may have a hard time finding one or their job is terrible where they're not getting paid or whatever. So be thankful you have a job. Your classes, you're almost done, but you got this deadline. Okay. Be thankful that you've made it this far and you're almost done. And then you can do this. You're just right there. You're really close to being done. Be thankful that you made it this far. There are just, there's so many more reasons to be thankful than there are to be stressed. And so I think writing those things out, seeing that, getting a better perspective of the things, I think, sure, it'll reduce your stress, but it, it more so it'll teach you to have a more grateful heart. Yeah. I think gratitude is such a huge redirector. We can, as soon as you start listing out those things that you're grateful for, it's like, it just allows you to exhale a little bit. It's like, okay, like, yeah. let me just shift my mindset. And I would add to that and say, um, you know, the opposite, I feel like, of stress, at least in my life, the thing that I can counter that with is rest. And that looks different for everybody. And I know rest can look like taking a nap. I know rest can look like watching your favorite show. I mean, we've, we've talked about rest too on the podcast before. But I think in those seasons, sometimes we just need to pull back a little bit and just like – realize that like those things that we're so stressed out about really don't matter as much as we place their importance in our life. Like I know for me, um, and I'm sure you can relate to this too, is just like, sometimes I place all these expectations on myself that nobody's placing on me (laughs) at all. It's just me. Um, or I'm thinking all of these thoughts that nobody else, like, it's, it's like not even crossing other people's minds. Like I, I put those things on myself and sometimes I just have to like really like drag myself away from some things for a little bit just to be like, you know, it's really not that important. Um, I think we, you think some things are just like the end of the world. Like if this doesn't get done this time, or if I don't get this grade in this class, or if I don't go home and see this person, or I I forget to call this person back, or I, I need, you know, I haven't replied to this email. 
all the little things that can add up. Um, sometimes we just need to just step back and just take a breather and um, come back in, you know, three days and have a better perspective after we've, you know, opened God's word or spent time in prayer and listed out all the things we're grateful for to just have a fresh perspective when we start back. So um, I know for me, rest is um, key to like bringing my stress levels down. And um, it always like gives me a better perspective too. Obviously when I'm great, you know, I can list out my gratitude, like in my gratitude journal and stuff. Yeah. But um, those are the two main things I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, Again, just to kind of put a cap on all this, stress is going to be in our lives, you know, until our lives are done. <laughs> like, it's going to be there. You're going to have it. Eat on vacation. You get back from vacation, and boom, it just hits you again. You know, so, I mean, it's only a matter of time before it hits you. So, I, I, and I'm a laid-back person. Like, nothing gets to me very much. But um, stress will always get to us in some way. We just have to have a better outlook on it and a better perspective of it. Find ways to be grateful. I would say this week, I mean, this is – Again, one of the most stressful times of the year for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, uh, and for college students, that is no uh, that is you know no shortage of stress there for this time of year. And so, uh, I would say just to challenge you, man, get a journal and get if you don't have a journal, just get a piece of paper. I would encourage you to get a journal, but uh, but write down all the things that are stressing you out, and then beside those things, first go through that list and go, okay, what what can can go? Like, what can I say no to out of this list that's healthy and good? But then out of that, to be like, all right, how am I grateful? Like, what am I thankful for? Uh, what has God done for me? And then, uh, if anything, there's for sure one thing you can be grateful for, and that's that out of this, you're going to be stronger, and you're going to be building your perseverance, which is awesome, what Scripture says. So, uh, good little challenge, and uh, everyone hang in there. The semester is almost over. Uh, you can do it. We believe in you. Um, if anything, time is ticking, so therefore the semester is going to be over one way or another. You're going to get there, so... I uh, hope you have a great week, everyone, and we'll catch you next week on the Refuge Podcast. <laughs>